Chapter Forty Eight of House, Garden, and Field by L. C. Meal. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Water Spider, a very ingenious predatory animal, which makes use of the properties of the surface film of water to construct for itself a home beneath the surface, is the water spider, or gyroneta, of which Professor Plateau has given a full and interesting account in the Bulletin Académie Royale de Belgique, eighteen sixty-seven. Like all spiders, this is an air-breathing animal. It dives below the surface and spends nearly its whole life submerged. In order to do this without interruption to its breathing, the spider carries down a bubble of air which overspreads the whole abdomen as well as the underside of the thorax. These parts of the body are covered with branched hairs, so fine and close that the surface film cannot pass between them. The spider swims on its back, and the air lodges in the neighborhood of the respiratory openings, which are placed on that surface which floats uppermost. When the spider comes to the top, as it does from time to time to renew its supply of air, it pushes the abdomen out of the water, and we can then see that this part of the body is quite dry. When it sinks, the water closes in again at a little distance from the body, and the bubble forms once more. It would be inconvenient to the water spider to be obliged to come frequently to the surface for the purpose of breathing. A predatory animal on the watch for its victims must lie in ambush close to the spot where they are expected to appear, and the water spider accordingly requires a lurking place filled with air beneath the surface of the water. It has its own way of supplying this want. Relying on the fact that the surface film of water will not readily pass through small openings, the spider proceeds as follows. It begins by drawing together some water weeds with a few threads in such a way that they meet at one or more points. It then fetches from the surface a fresh supply of air and squeezes part of it out by pressing together the bases of its last pair of legs. The bubble rises, but is detained by some of the threads previously spun across its path. Then the spider returns to the surface to fetch another bubble and repeats the operation as often as may be necessary. Now and then she secures the growing bubble by additional threads and before long has a bubble nearly as big as a walnut enclosed with a silken invisible net which imprisons the air as effectually as a dome of glass would do. The spider takes care to conceal her home from observation, and before long, the minute algae, growing all the more vigorously because of the air brought to them, altogether hide the habitation. The mouth of the dome, which is of course beneath, is narrowed to a small circle, and then the spider constructs a cylindrical horizontal tube, seven to eight millimeters in diameter, by which she is able to enter or leave her home without being observed. The air within is renewed as required by the regular visits of the spider to the surface. Besides this home, which is the ordinary lurking place of the spider, another is required at the time when the young are to be hatched. The newborn spiders are devoid of the velvety covering of hairs and would drown if placed in a nursery with a watery floor. The female spider therefore makes a special nest for this occasion, a strong, bell-shaped nest, which floats on the surface of the water and rises well out of it. The upper part is partitioned off and contains the eggs. Beneath the floor of the nursery, the mother takes her station, ready to defend her brood against predatory insects. Where animals of a terrestrial, air-breathing stock become adapted to a submerged life, forms less perfectly equipped for aquatic conditions will usually be found among allied species. We know of insects so entirely aquatic in their early stages that they quickly perish when removed from the water, and many gradations can be found to lead from these to purely terrestrial forms. 
In the same way, there are several spiders which connect the water spider with ordinary hunting spiders. One of these is Dolomitis, which used to be found in our fen country. The female is large, being 20 millimeters or four-fifths of an inch long, and therefore much bigger than a house spider. The male is much smaller. They run about on the surface of standing water and dive when pursued. But Dolomitis has not learned how to make herself a crystalline home beneath the water, a home whose walls consist of nothing more substantial than the surface film which forms wherever air and water meet. End of chapter 48